coming up on TMS, Omicron B for bitch. His unbreakable career has died hard. Karaoke Fight Club, I'm in. Snitching on the Russian oligarchs, too much hassle. Hobo diarrhea. I am become Ripley, destroyer of toys. That'll be my half-ear night. Hoop or grandma's toes. Sorry, Vader, your color is lame. What kind of a hobo deal? At least 14% cat hair. Virus, don't come to Vegas. Within throwing distance of a $5 Bally's chip. There are LED lights with Bill. <laughs> Vibrating rock-hard pillars with Bobby and more and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. If you've been hurt, we can help. Call the law firm of Joins and Bieber. We'll work hard for you. Twice I even had surgery on my asshole. Not fun. The morning stream. I love the smell of polyurethane in the morning. This is the morning stream. everybody welcome back to tms it's tuesday march 22nd 2022 this is the morning stream i'm scott and he's brian hi brian hi scott how are you oh you know i don't know i was I, remind me not to check the news in the morning because i don't need to be told there's some new variant that everyone's not expecting mm. and that we're all going to get smacked with it in three weeks that's not the oh, timing yeah, the, i want is Tell this it. the stealth variant or is there is there a newer one than that this one's called uh, b2 or something or b yeah. b something anyway stay away from us until like <laughs> you know like november come back in november fine whatever i'll stay in the house then but i, I got i, I hear got it's running rampant at the uh, pinball festival in dallas <laughs> <laughs> well you might see that's the that's the beauty of that trip is you'll probably miss it but i'm i'm just i don't yeah. don't come to Vegas. and i'm saying everyone else come to what? vegas but yeah. but <laughs> but, vi- but virus don't come to Vegas. Stay oh, away. Oh, there you go. Okay, yes. Well, this is specific. We're just talking the virus. I, I've been looking. The virus has not bought a hotel room at the Plaza oh, yet, good, and good. the virus has not bought the swag package, ticket package from uh, uh, frogpants.com/store. Yeah, shop, shop, store, 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 store. And look, if the if the virus wants to buy the swag only version, that's fine. We'll send it to you. Don't come. Yeah, to yeah, us. yeah. As a matter of fact, we'll even send it to you free if you don't show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is all. This is a good plan. Anyway, <laughs> just, uh, by the way, meant to tell you uh, this. I love. Believe me, I love the '70s version of our theme song. Sure, play You could play that three times a week, and I'd be happy. Sure. Alan Munson wrote in mm. on uh, March 11th and said, "No, I'm sorry. It was uh, Connor wrote in on March 17th, just a couple days ago. Yeah, said." Uh, probably the first ever top of show song request. Can you please tell Scott to play the guitar rock version of the TMS theme at the top of the show? Haven't heard it in what seems like years, and I miss it. My favorite version, Simon oh, Connor. It's his favorite, eh? Um, yeah. So not not today, but like tomorrow or or Thursday or some at some point. Surprise us. So the three I have queued up for the record mm-hmm. are this yeah. one, obvious. Yeah. Right? Yep. The uh, yeah, that one, and then this Nighthawk. Uh, Skyhawk. Yeah, Eric did it. Skyhawk, I mean, not Nighthawk. Yeah, he's, you know, at night, he's Nighthawk. In the day. Well, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. it's a secret identity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got this from today. The morning. All right, and then we got this yeah. sometimes. So oh, one, I forget about that one. Yeah, so yeah. the one he's talking about is... It's the Bo, Bo Schwartz version. Bo Schwartz, yeah. I don't know where I put that one. Why don't you cue that one up as a fourth? Have that one on the... I should. Why don't I? Why don't I do it? He, like, recorded that specifically for us. I know. He did. And he had lyrics to one version of it. Oh, uh, I know. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> did you ever play the lyric version? I think so. Let me play it. Hold on. Is this it? 
No. Oh, I have to download the damn thing. Hold on. It's cloud saved. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> this is it. All right. Okay, that's just the that's the that's the regular, regular that's one. The oh, here he is with him singing. All right, okay, sit back right. and enjoy, everybody. It's the morning stream almost every day with Scott and Brian. They're gonna talk about a lot of things with really cool people. And the caveman is the morning stream. Bites of audio data. <laughs> Wait, what? Why are we using this thing every day? <laughs> that thing's ridiculous, man. Even oh he my knows God, it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, he does rule. Dude, he's, he's, he's great. He does our oh, core uh, our core intro as well, which is pretty great. Different song, but you know, yeah, similar vibe. I like that we have you know yet another rocker in our uh, in our in our family. You know, like, I agree. Uh, These talented bastards, man. Yeah. Talented. Yeah. I mean, Bo would never tell you he's a great singer or anything, and probably from hearing that, you can probably agree. But uh, whatever. But, uh, I mean, whatever. Uh, I could name, I could throw a stone and hit five people with Grammys that aren't good singers. You know? Ah, <laughs> yeah, baby. Look at that. Look at Brian going after those Grammy. When is that? Well, That's- and I'll even I'll even go after folks like Bob Dylan, <laughs> incredible songwriter, horrible, not a great singer, no. horrible singer. Okay, maybe not a horrible singer, but he's because his his singing now is so ingrained with that songwriting that I can't think of one without. The yeah, other. you could call Everybody him an iconic. Must yeah. get stone. He's an iconic singer. But not a good singer. Like you yeah, can't right, measure exactly. you can't measure measure Bob Dylan by the quality of his singing. You have to measure it by the long term exposure the, to it. Exactly <laughs> the the. <laughs> it's impossible to avoid, right? Stamina or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. David uh, David Bowie. Jeannie brings up David Bowie. I I love David Bowie, and I can't argue with her about that. Like you listen to songs like. My little China girl, you shouldn't mess with me. I'll ruin everything you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not good. It's it's yeah. Joe Cocker, great example. Janis Joplin. Yeah, yeah. They're all bad. Turns out. I'll give you television. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you. I'm not a good singer either, so it fits. I can, also, I can do. Yeah. Uh, coming this uh, in April. When we do some sort of weird karaoke thing at some point, late night drunk fest, uh, I'll do China Girl. Um, Perfect. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the karaoke for everybody. I probably won't be there, but that's okay. Cause <laughs> not a big fan of karaoke. Don't really drink. So, uh, oh, maybe that'll be my half ear night. That'll be the half uh, half ear. Oh, um, there you go. Eat a half a Tyson ear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you don't have to. It's not, it's not Fight Club. It, this is like... <laughs> It's your if it's your first time in karaoke, you have to sing. Yeah, but listen, you know, you karaoke is is by definition terrible. Yeah, unless, unless you're drunk. But you're watching you're watching the people you love. Yeah, but get if you're drunk, you're like if you're drunk, like you're like yeah, woo. And if you're not, you're like oh, I want to. I can't cringe anymore. I'm going to cringe myself yeah. to death. I can't and do that's it. the beauty of it. It's you know. People both sober and drunk can enjoy karaoke equally. Equally, you get up there and you watch a Jury get up there and do. Uh, we built this city, and 
you're reveling in the the, the cringe I? factor of the whole thing. Am I though? I feel like I'm. <laughs> I get a little nauseous. I feel like watching him All do that. Right, well, I, you know. Maybe I mean, look, I'll hang around as long as I can, but the minute somebody gets up and does like feelings or some shit like that. Oh, well, nobody does that. I mean, as soon as Total Eclipse of the Heart comes on, you know the night's over. It's basically... uh, Everyone go home. You you don't don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. That's when that kicks in. Uh, Uh, And yes, Bobby, I have watched people do karaoke while sober. Uh, He asked if I I actually can be having to provide an objective opinion. Mm. Listen, every once in a while, I have to be designated driver. And back in the the old days when we were hanging out with... um, our friends Kathy and Scott, Kathy loved to do karaoke. Sometimes I'd be designated driver because it was that liquid courage that got everybody else up there to uh, to start performing. Yeah. Well, have I mentioned have I mentioned my animotion story? No. I think I have on the show. No. I don't well, I don't know. Maybe you did. Oh, well, we're going to we're going to do it really quick anyway. Okay. Go so for we it. don't have Brian Dunaway today. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so, uh, this was back in the day when we would do karaoke occasionally with our friends Kathy and Scott. And uh, uh, Kathy loves doing karaoke, but she's she's always really nervous about getting up there. And so she said, uh, Brian, if we do Obsession by Animotion, will you go up there with me and do the song? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, no problem. I'll do that. And because it's like, I, I need that. I need that buddy up there, too. Going up there solo is really rough. It's ner- nerve wracking, but I get it. She wants to go up. I want to go up and, and having somebody up there work. So sure, sure. we get up there and do the... You know, the song yeah. Obsession by Animotion. Oh, yeah. I can't even think of any of the lyrics other than the uh, the chorus. Yep. So we get up there, we do the song, The uh, then it's like goes back into the, you know, as it does to, to the end of the song, we go and we sit down and to, to uh, wouldn't call it, you know, thunderous applause, but certainly the, uh, yes, you did that. Uh, yeah. Please sit down. Yeah, never go up again. Sure, never yeah. go up again. Mm. And uh, as we're sitting there, the music is still going. The lyrics come back in, and we didn't realize that song had such a long instrumental break in the middle of it. Because <laughs> then it kicks back in with, "I will have you." Yes, I will I'll have, have you. you. I will. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're sitting. We're already sitting back at our table, and the uh, the karaoke person comes on. Um. Do you guys want to come back up? <laughs> want to finish this? Like, nah, we're good. Thanks. You could let it go. Fade this why, one out. Why is that song so freaking loud or long? I mean, it's so long. I don't know. I don't know why the instrument. It's like normally you get like a sixteen bar instrumental instrumental break. This thing has like a thirty-two or sixty-four bar instrumental break. It's super it's weird. Also, I don't like the redundancy of those lyrics. Uh, I, I will have oh, you. Yes, yeah, I will have yeah. you. It's, something, something, something. I will ha- have like you. Butterfly. Yeah. Oh, like wild butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. Let me explain the butterfly four more times in the song about butterflies. <laughs> It's a weird song. Really weird. <laughs> right. one more. Can I tell you one more karaoke story? Yeah, go ahead. Before yeah. we just get off of this yeah. topic forever. Why not? Uh, so my buddy Don, this was a Vegas trip. And, and just off the strip, there is like over by Bally's, if you continue on the road that bisects the um, the strip from Bally's, oh, yeah. this is how long it's been since I've been there. I can't remember the name of this bar, but it's known in uh even with the locals as being the place you go for karaoke near the strip so people come to town they'll go there but it's a lot of locals there as well and it's and so we went there because my friend don likes to do karaoke sure he got up there to do mumford and son's little lion man oh yeah and uh he's singing it and it's like you know this is this is not some saturday night 
nine o'clock, ten o'clock, whatever. And he goes up there and he gets to the chorus and he's, well, it's not your fault, but mine. And it was your heart on the line. I really did up this yep. time. But of course, he said the actual word. Yeah. And the karaoke, the person running karaoke looks over and like, you know, shakes her head. No, like, like, don't do that. Wait, and were the like, words on the screen, though? The words were on the screen. And, it's and you're in Vegas song. and you're in a bar and you can't say the F word? <laughs> We're in a bar, in a karaoke like in a karaoke lounge inside a bar inside a casino after ten o'clock in Las Vegas, and she's not going to uh, allow allow him to say that. that so the uh, the next insane. time the chorus comes on, he start, he's singing again. He's ready to do it. She takes and she mutes the microphone for that one word. <laughs> Why? What? I don't, that's weird to me. It's extremely weird. It's like I don't get there's it. not a there's not a kid within a uh, throwing distance of a five dollar Bally's chip, that's and a, you want to? Yeah, that's <laughs> odd. It's not like you're yeah. there in the morning or something, or even then. Exactly. Why would it matter? That's weird. I don't get well, it. Well, and even if and even if the the karaoke cover, you know, the the lyrics on screen cover up the expletive, you're not going to go up there and say, "I really it up this time, mm-hmm. didn't I, my dear?" Like, no, you sing it. You don't you don't go up there and sing Pink Floyd's "Money" and don't say "Do Goody Good Bullshit." You yeah. sing the you sing the lyrics that that are the lyrics. So when that song was new, let me tell you a funny story yeah. about that. My kids, yeah. not me, I didn't prompt this, but my kids in the car, we would all be in the mm-hmm. car. So this is before Tay was married; she was probably in high school. <laughs> did, you throw, did you throw a towel over the speaker? No, none me. of that, none of that. So um, I, I am perfectly willing to let that song just play. And we always, and yeah. we really liked Mumford and Sons. We were fans. Nick would have been much younger. Carter was in like junior high, so they're you know they're all young. We're in the car. And that song would come on, and you'd get to the, I really effed it up this time, and they would just yeah. make a giant collective beep sound, the three of them. <laughs> the kids would, would would bleep the word yeah. out. Yeah, so it'd go, we're really, and they'd go, beeped it up this time. They'd do it from the back of the car. And it wasn't me doing wow. it, and I would just laugh. I thought that was great, because we wouldn't turn it down or anything. We just let it play, but uh, I don't know where they got that from. They probably- There was ever any doubt that those were your children that erases <laughs> yeah you're not wrong like we you know there was a time where if um i think i've told this if there was a movie or tv show and we were all as a family watching it and anyone even made out or kissed it didn't have yeah. to even be something worse than that just yeah. somebody kissing i would go and make little fart noises on the couch yes and now that's all we do if we're together doesn't matter. It could be Pixar and somebody kisses somebody, and one of my kids will go, "Hey, Dad!" <laughs> so it's a thing we have. It's great. I love it. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, all right. There's all the karaoke you're going to hear about until April. All right, everybody. Until yeah, till April. Until the next the next morning after when. No, you know, because the first rule about karaoke club. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the third rule. You know, if it's your first time in karaoke, you have to sing uh, just like that. The first rule is you don't talk about karaoke. Club. There it is. Now I'll let's speak of something much more pleasant. This, okay. thing I, this question I have for you. Yes. If, if somebody came to you and said, everything in life, all of it, is going to be mm-hmm. free to you. So that means, Brian, you want a fleet of, uh, a giant mansion and a fleet of Maseratis, they're yours. You just have them. Okay. okay. You want your own private plane? No problem. You got it. Uh, whatever sure. you want, whatever you need, food, clothing, any home, Any desire, whatever... Everything money can buy, you sure, can just have sure. for free. Here's okay. the caveat. 
Okay, free forever, by the way. Until until you're off this mortal coil, you get everything okay. for free. All right. This is a dream I had, by the way. That's why I'm telling this. Okay. <laughs> In the dream, this is how it worked, and I wanted to see how you'd react. Yeah. All right. So you get but. all that stuff for free. But here's a big but. Every single thing you ever eat, what you have to do to survive as a human being, yeah, has one to two ounces minimum uh, hobo poop. <laughs> and the reason it's hobo poop. My favorite Sloan song, by the way. Yeah, it's really good. They, they, that one really, it didn't get high enough in the charts for my taste, but it yeah. was pretty good. So the reason I say this is, well, first of all, it was in the dream. And the reason it's hobos, hobos are different. I'm not I'm not saying homeless poop. Everyone keep your emails yes, to yourself. Right. No, you're, you're basically describing the person with a stubble and a stick over their shoulder with a bindle made up of a bandana containing, yes, uh, probably containing a bottle of liquor that has XXX on the label. Yes. And they are, and they, and these guys, you know, they kind of have magic powers sort of They're yeah. they, yeah. they travel by train. They all know the secrets and everything. So anyway, we're talking that, but they're not great One eaters. They're kind of gross. Of hobo poop. Every meal you eat, it doesn't matter what's in it. If you just got a shake driving through a, I don't know, a McDonald's. That McDonald's yeah. has one to two ounces. Oh, that's of a hobo. bad example because that might already have it in there. Let's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we can. That's why you, you guys wonder. <laughs> let's say, uh, let's say uh, Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chick Fil A. Whoever you get, you get a thing. Yeah, it doesn't right. matter. Greatest meals in the world. You got Chef Ramsay right in front of you doing your personal bidding because money's never an object. Yet everything you have to eat has hope. <laughs> Not just hobo poop. In the dream, it was specifically. Uh, here, I'll play this to, to get it out of my system. Here, hold on. It was hobo. Oh, where is it? Where's my cl- oh diarrhea? It's hobo diarrhea. Oh, jeez. Right. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the deal. <laughs> so do you in the dream? Uh, well, I, I'll get to that in a second. If somebody presented that to you, would you do it? All things are free to you, Brian, in the whole world, except this two ounces of yeah. hobo diarrhea and everything you eat. And so you would have to. Oh, by the way, that uh, the way it worked in the dream was it scaled, so you couldn't say. Well, all right, fine. I'll eat a, you know, 400-inch pizza. That's only got an ounce. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It would scale no. up depending on the total. So you had a, a ceiling. Oh, no. Yeah, really? you, had a, you had a ceiling of how much total food was there. That was an ounce or two ounces. And then as the food's weight went up, the amount of hobo diarrhea went up with it. So <laughs> would you do it? Uh, okay, question. Yeah. Uh, clarification. Go. Is it always going to be from the same hobo, or could it? Would it be a mix of different hobos? You never know. You never know oh, who's who's oh, who's hobo geez. is well, that, on top. That adds an extra wrinkle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, does. I definitely wouldn't do this. I would not take this deal for all. It's all <laughs> no the money deal, and power Howie. in the world. No deal. Okay, so no, you it doesn't. You could have a fleet of personal jets. You could you no. Could, no drop. Wouldn't be you worth could fly it. Fly to Singapore tonight and have a party with some karaoke in Singapore and be back in Vegas by. I couldn't I? Couldn't do it. Okay. What all happens right. if I eat a meal with somebody? Do they? Do they get like? Let's say I get one of these one of these magical four hundred inch pizzas yeah. <laughs> from Big Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do only the slices that I eat magically have hobo poop on them? So, like, if they have a slice of pizza, it wouldn't have any hobo poop. No, this is the other problem. They oh. they are also subjected to. But if oh. they're if they're eating, yeah, what that, you're eating, that definitely makes it an easy decision. No way. Now, if you <laughs> ate, if they ate, like Tina goes with you, let's say. Yeah, and she says I'll have. The she orders chicken. something different. <clears throat> yeah, she can order something different. It will not have the hobo diarrhea in it, but yours always will, no matter what you get. 
So you're never going to have a shared thing ever. Unless, unless yeah. you yeah. are with someone who's crazy and wants to eat that. Why, Why do all of your your this or that questions either involve poop or like grandma's toes? I don't know. Or something like that. I don't that. know. I don't know what this was about. I really don't know what brought this this stupid dream on. It was so bad. <laughs> for the record, I in the dream, I chose also not to do it. And I was thrown in some hypothetical jail for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you didn't tell me that, that was there was a penalty for not... Uh, not well, accepting the deal. I, in, only in this dream did that happen, but I didn't know the penalty until it was handed down. So now, Brian, you go to jail. That's what happened. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a dumb thing to dream? My brain is. What a bizarre thing to dream. Yeah, and... My dreams, dude. I, you know what it was? I, w- I, ate a, I ate a bag of Chex Mix before bed because I was. I don't know why. <laughs> here it is right here. Where'd it go? Oh, I threw it away. But I had a, a little, okay. just a little snack pack version of a Chex Mix thing that's got like the little pretzels. And yeah. those little Melba Toast things. And I love the Melba Toast, like the Melba Toast uh, circles. Those are the best. Yeah, I ate those and then drank. I'm a jerk because I kind of picked those out first. And uh, and then Tina's like, where are the Melba Toast? There's yeah, just pretzels and peanuts in here. <laughs> those squiggly orange breadsticks. <laughs> That might be my favorite version of her doing a thing. It's really good. <laughs> it's so good because it plays on both the stereotypes of those stupid pieces that are in there and yeah, great voice. Exactly. It's very good. <laughs> well, I'm going to stop eating before bed is the point. I already yeah, have. I like, you should. I'm not supposed to eat after Hi. seven. I've been pretty good about doing that once in a while, I'll like, you know, cave and eat something dumb. But I swear if I ate popcorn, I'd still dream. I don't know what it is about. You know, when I when I drink, I have weird dreams. Um, I usually sense, don't sleep though. very well, especially if it's tequila. I sleep horribly. Does that make sense? Though, because what psych- would happen if you drank? If would it? Huh? I was gonna say it makes sense because it's a psychoactive thing, right? Like drinking would put. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. So I probably. So would. I wonder what would happen. Like, would your dreams get worse or would they get better? <laughs> would it counteract whatever it is in your well, in your brain that? Uh, I guess it was the checks mix. We'll blame it on the checks mix. I could do. Uh, I could do. Uh, um, uh, Kim has cooking wine. Just some cooking wine, you know. I could try that right before bed, and yeah, uh, see I, how see how that treats me. I don't then, think there's a lot of a lot of uh, alcohol in cooking wine. I don't know what's in there. Actually, yeah. I think she gets the good stuff. She goes to like uh, <laughs> her and Carter. Carter's in the chat. They went to a liquor store. Yeah. This must have been hilarious because they don't drink either. Mm. But they're in the yeah. they're in the liquor store uh, buying like vodka for the for the uh, uh, what is it you make with vodka? Um, vanilla vanilla extract stuff. Oh you know? right. So they they're in there buying that. They're buying a bottle of this and that. They bought some rum for some some cooking thing. Came wanted to do, like all these things, and just bopping around and they're being all friendly and everything. Everyone else in there's just kind of oh, give me my booze. I gotta get out of here. And they're just like, yeah, we're gonna go home and make some vanilla out of this. But uh, <laughs> so that means technically there's some like legit vodka in the kitchen somewhere. There is, yeah, for sure. So there you go. Make right. a little do have a little shot before uh, uh, bed tonight. Let us know what your dreams are. All right, I'll let you guys know how it went. We'll uh, call it. We'll call it. You know, vanilla Mexican uh, vanilla extract, whatever. We can kind of lump this into your uh, virgin pina colada experience yeah. and call it. Uh, yeah, my Mexico an extension of that, and keep your your streak safe. It's for science. Yeah, and plus the continent still. I mean, Mexico is technically North America. 
right? <laughs> I know. Isn't it? <laughs> Central America, isn't it? No. Oh, I guess, I guess if you're not talking about, yeah, right, because it would be North America, yes. Because they're, they're part of the there's North American There's not a continent tra- Central agreement. America. Yeah. There's a region Central America, but there's not a continent, yes. Yeah, yeah a lot of people forget that. Uh, but they, but they uh, you know, I'm still, we're all connected. We're all, this, we're all just one people here. Let's make this yeah. happen. Yeah, Central America is not a continent. We know, Bobby. We're, we know. Yeah, I said that. I said that. Bobby. Yeah, I think he said. I think Brian said region. That's what he said. I did. Brian region. All right, it's a region. <laughs> here is uh, here's this. I'd like to register a complaint. Oh, that's a complaint sound. Okay, yes, yeah, uh, good. Unbreakable dog toys that are breakable. So, <laughs> okay, Carter yes. has a giant dog. Uh, her name is Ripley, Ellen Ripley. She's a fantastic dog. We love her, but she likes to chew. And so you get her chew toys, and you buy these Kong things that are sure. supposed to be guaranteed to never break. Those bright red, thick rubber Kongs. Yeah, yeah right? it's some bullshit. There is what I'm is what I'm about, uh, telling you. They don't. They break yeah. fine. She chews yeah. through those things the day she gets them. So. She and there she is. Says it. She's a big sweet toy destroyer. That is absolutely true. <laughs> so she did buy a ring, like a rubber ring, from somewhere. I don't know if it was Kong, maybe in somebody else. And then she jammed a Kong toy into the ring. So now it's like this unholy abomination of a ring Kong nightmare. Is it like a almost like a canvas. Is that what the material is, or a Tyvek or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what that is. There was something that we got that Ruby was never able to destroy. And she is, she was a toy destroyer. (laughs) She loved stuffed animals and she would like carry them around. It was her little baby. She gently put it in her mouth and walked around the house with this little stuffed animal in her, in her mouth until she decided she'd had enough of it. And then she'd rip the eyes out of it. (laughs) Oh, well, you get frustrated. Every single time. That was the first thing to go were the eyes. You don't remember the brand of the thing that she couldn't break? Do you remember it? Uh... No, I probably I'd probably be able to find it at a PetSmart. Like it was a very like it was neon green and pink, and it was like a canvassy Tyvek kind of material. And she never was able to to tear that thing up. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I'll I'll find it while you're talking about uh, this this. I just this think unholy if you're going to of rubber toy. And, I just think if you're going to if you're going to claim on your product that it's unbreakable, all right, and unless yeah. you're talking about Bruce Willis in a good movie. <laughs> then it doesn't actually freaking work. Oh, you know what? I have whole kinds of questions about Bruce Willis's career right now. I know we're not supposed to talk oh. about this, but it just thought it made me think of this. He's in some sure. other new movie I just saw him and uh, Frank Grillo and I don't know who all. Where, sure. Where he's just kind of photoshopped into the poster once again. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is horrible. Like, what's what, what going on? I don't get it. He is like taking any. Good, good on him if that's just what he wants to do and take any new uh, project that somebody throws in front of him. But yeah, you look at his like uh, last five years of uh, yeah. uh, stuff, and it's unrecognizable films you've never heard of with people who, oh, we're in that one thing with that one guy. But yeah, <laughs> you know, like has he has he done? It? I'm trying to think of the last thing he did that we were all meant to take seriously, and I can't think of even what it was. Um, Maybe was it the last Tears uh, of the Sun or something or uh, Oh geez, that was uh that was a long time forever ago. Forever ago, yeah. I mean I would think the last diehard was the thing or you know, an expendables appearance was the last thing. Let's see here. Let's actually play this game and see what what um Looper, good good answer, Tally. I think it's Looper. Is Looper is Looper the most recent thing we were Not supposed to Not the most to? recent, but I think well 
It feels like the most, the thing that he last did where I went, yep, Bruce Willis still doing cool shit. You know, he's involved in yeah. good projects. You know, he's like, he's not, he's not, you know, uh, who, who do we always make fun of? that says Vladimir Putin, funny. Um, oh, uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah, he's not, he's, he's turning into Steven or Seagal. Seagal. <laughs> Seagal. There's a Seagal. weird Seagal thing, Seagal, Steven Seagal. He's Steven turning Seagal. into a weird kind of Steven Seagal deal, and I don't get it. I don't get um, it. All right, so... Let's see here. By the way, he he's uh, in pre-production on something called Fortress 3, due to come out in 2022. Something that uh, also came out in 2022, Fortress 2, Sniper's Eye. And then something that came out in 2021, Fortress. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. I've never seen... When was the last time you, did, you saw a movie that had the original and two sequels come out within... 18 months of each other. Yeah, I don't get it. Are these remakes of the of the um Christopher Lamb- Lambert movies? The Fortress Probably movies? not. I'm guessing no. Weird. Uh yeah, I just don't get starring it. Starring Jesse Metcalf and Chad Michael Murray I along mean, with Bruce Willis. I mean, and look at Shannon this. Doherty as Dobbs. Early career, you know, Die Hard, Pulp Fiction, Moonlighting on TV, The Sixth Sense. Oh, I know. Uh, like yeah. So many great movies, so many amazing small things, and then a whole bunch of like artsy fartsy stuff. Uh, yeah, was Death Wish? Death Wish was the the uh, um, Bronson remake, right? Yes, yeah, and it was bad. Yeah, well, Vincent I heard D'Onofrio and Elizabeth Shue, Twelve Monkeys, Fifth Why Element. We seeing that for Film Sack, by the way. I know we're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of this stuff in here, but yeah, you look at. Let's look at stuff that's actually been released. A Day to Die. Gasoline Alley, American Siege, Deadlock, Apex, Survive the Game, Out of Death, what is Night in the Switchgrass. What Cosmic is this? Sin. It looks terrible. What are any of and these? Those are, and those are all just 2021. Yeah. <laughs> and the Die Hard is back short in 2020. That was a commercial that where he yeah. came back as John McClane for a car or some shit. Yeah. I'm nervous he, uh, for his world. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, and Lisa Kudrow, uh, around the time last year of the um, Friends reunion, they made an appearance, did an interview on the Howard Stern show. And um, he said, you know, you guys had so many celebrities that appeared on Friends. Was there somebody that was just difficult to work with? Almost like he knew what the answer was going to be. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, there was one person that basically just showed up and kind of acted when the cameras were on, but the whole rest of the time was like, no, 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 I don't care. No, whatever. Get away from me. Get away from me. And they didn't say who it was. And finally, Howard Stern kind of got it. All right. Does his name rhyme with schmoose schmillis? (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. I feel like we've heard other stories like the, the expendable set. He was kind of a dick on. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Kevin Smith described almost that exact same thing working with him as soul crushing in that book, that um, Kevin Smith autobiography. Yeah, uh, just said that he was impossible to work with. So, yeah, Good Day to Die Hard, G.I. Joe, would we call – all right – what would we say would be the last thing we were meant to take seriously? Uh, the Sin City sequel in 2014, mm-hmm. the sequel to Red, Red 2, or G.I. Joe Retaliation? I'm going with that Sin, Sin City. City. Yeah, 2014 then would be the last thing that we were kind of meant to say, oh, yeah, Bruce Willis, all right. You yeah. Know, doing another sequel, doing whatever. Because look at the rest of this. After that is, it's all bad. All of it. Look yeah. at all this stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. This You could look at this list and say... I think all 12 of these movies 
could appear on a Blu-ray pack that <laughs> you get in the uh, one of those plastic bins uh, before you leave uh, Best Buy. Yeah, or as Brian Nib- oh, Dunaway glass. always says, okay, the- yeah, 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 glass. I forget about that. Twenty nineteen. So oh, that was- I didn't see glass. Yeah. You need you need to see that. Actually, boy, as much as you love the Unbreakable Universe, did you ever see the? Um- I didn't see Split either. Didn't see. You didn't see one. Split. No. What's the matter with you? I don't know. I should probably catch up. You know, I should probably do that for sure. I think. Uh, Start, you know, do the triple feature. Watch the first one again. I've seen that movie like a million times. I would totally watch it again, no problem. I'll watch the other two. I guess I was nervous that Shama Ding Dong would would disappoint me. I don't want to be disappointed. Um, There were aspects of it. Glass glass is really good if you stop after the first... ending of the film oh, i guess say ten, 10 minutes of the movie and i'm like oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> no i really liked glass i really liked split too i thought all that was really good yeah. but they put a whole bunch of extra endings onto that movie that it didn't need like yeah. there's like this great reveal it's like oh wow and then they do another ending that explains the ending you just saw it's like i didn't need that i got it from mm. from what i saw i know what's happening yeah so. There's some there's some rumor floating around that he owes a ton in taxes, and that's why he's doing all this. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, phoning this stuff in because he just needs to pay this stuff off. And uh, it's in the millions of dollars or something. Uh, well, yeah, so whatever. <laughs> I wonder how he was on the set. Some walk by night, <laughs> some fly by day, some take any script that passes their way. Their way. You know, I look at him on the cover of Moonlighting. He's got a nice smile. Yeah. You look at him on the cover of everything since then, and it slowly, <laughs> slowly evolves to be like a scowl now. He just like looks he's pissed. holding in a fart. It's yeah. basically the face you get on Bruce Willis posters these days. It's like, yeah, I think we've got the, the lay of it. Uh, well, yeah. all right. Anyway, sorry, Bruce Willis. We didn't mean to dive into you, but we did it. Uh, let's uh, get to some news stories here before we uh, take our, our leave. Okay. Uh, we'll start with uh, this thing here. <laughs> oh, look, it's time for the news brought to you by... By patrons like you. Yes, you out there. For as low as a buck a month, you can support your favorite morning show. We are your favorite morning show. Screw that Jennifer Aniston Reese yeah. Witherspoon thing. No kidding. And help keep it on the air. For details on all the cool stuff you get, hop on over to patreon.com slash TMS today. Yeah, I agree. Do it today. All right, check this out. Americans, yeah. that's us. Yeah. Me and you. A lot of us in the chat. I know there's some Canadians in there. A few other foreign nationals, but uh, Americans can get $5 million U.S. for mm-hmm. informing on Russian oligarch assets. Oh, nice. Yep. This is way better than uh, the Florida thing where you can rat on the person next door. Uh, yeah, unless he's an oligarch, then it's exactly the same. Oh, they, you could do that. They, ooh, double up. Yeah, double up. <laughs> so, Brian, if you were walking around outside and you saw some crazy yacht attached to some huge trailer sure. or something. If, if yeah. The Russians still live next door at a big yacht, like they pulled up with a big yacht on a on a tow chain or yeah. A, like, yeah. a yacht a yacht on a trailer because you know that's how you get yachts around. I guess you can't count like a fence problem as an oligarch asset, but uh, but but still, <laughs> but still, I like to think you could. Uh, so here's yeah. the deal: tipsters could get up to five million dollars for snitching on Russian oligarchs to, uh, under a new government program. The U.S. launched Wednesday a program that offers. Rewards up to five million for including, or sorry, for information leading to the seizure of stolen assets linked to Russia or other foreign governments. The program comes as Western nations hit Russia with harsh sanctions in response to the country's invasion of Ukraine, with European countries impounding multi-million-dollar yachts. 
So I don't know. I don't wow. think anybody who's listening to us has any access to any oligarch assets. But if you do, five million <laughs> bucks, dude. Pretty good. Listen, you could totally support us on Patreon with that kind of money. Seriously. Oh, come hell on. yeah. Imagine what you could yeah. do to this show. We'd get the game show thing. Brian and I could <laughs> dump a bunch of stuff and do more TMS entirely. Exactly. Yes. Why don't we do that? Give us give us. Why don't we money. do that? Uh, Citizen Kane in the news. You know the old movie everyone thinks is Sure, great. Rosebud. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it bad? I'm going to admit something here. I've seen it. But you've never seen it? No, I've seen it. Oh, really? So you're up on me. I've never seen Citizen Kane. Oh, you sh- you should one day, so then 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 I can hear your we take on this. We can see if I if I think it's as meh as most people in this day and age do. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I understand it's a thing of its time, and so we're supposed to see it with that context. Yeah, I I just was kind of bored. That movie bored yeah. me. I tried. Uh, no, I get it. I tried, man. I really I did. Get, did you ever see uh, Mank, by the way? No. Wait, did I? That was... Uh, I don't know. Did you? Uh, uh, what's his name in there? It was Gary Oldman as yeah. uh, Mankiewicz. Uh, oh, no, the, I didn't. The, uh, a couple years ago. David uh, Fincher movie. Yeah, he was nominated uh, for stuff. He was. It was uh, last year. Yeah, it was nominated. Um, didn't see it. I, I would totally see it, though. because It was good. It. And it's it's basically like Minkowitz, uh finishing up the screen, isolating himself so that he can finish up the screenplay of Citizen Kane. Well, that I should watch and probably like more. You probably, I'm sure you'd like it because I like I the, the 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 cultural impact of a movie is a big deal, and I get that it's considered you know it's on the it's top spot for like all time lists and things like that. Yeah. But yeah. I watch it and I just go, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe yeah. it's because everybody's taken ideas from it since, and you know, are already doing are doing things like it, it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, is it the fact that that the people who who put it at the top of their lists? Saw it before they found out what Rosebud was and the the twist, the mm. the uh, surprise ending. Yeah, I mean maybe it's just he's an he was an tour and he was doing things ahead of his time, but now the time has caught up and passed, and so yeah, I'm just not the right audience. So I'm not I am not here to besmirch the name of anyone involved in that. Sure. I just didn't sure. enjoy it. But uh, here's what happened. It's almost as if. Someone else didn't enjoy it because Citizen Kane lost its 100% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes after an 80-year-old <laughs> negative review was found and added to the site. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like like 80 years ago, like when the movie came out, yeah, right? Yeah, not even now. Like they don't count new reviews anyway. <laughs> they, only content, they only count the contemporary stuff sure. that existed and then they add it to the site, which I, I think is fine. It makes the sure. site last a lot longer. Boy, when you're used to your mic being on this side of your body for yeah. so many months, and now I reach yeah. over here and it feels like something's wrong. Like, where yeah, is this? Right, right. I don't know stuff. what I'd do if I look, this behemoth was ever not in my face. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, all right. Citizen Kane, or where was I here? Uh, let's see. Uh, where were you? Went from 100% to 99% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, between February and March 1st this year. The site added a negative review to the 115 positive reviews that are already there. One published 80 years ago by Chicago Tribune's May Tinny Tinny Tinny, uh, collective pseudonym uh, then used by the paper's film critics. Oh, matinee. Ah, oh, matinee. I uh-huh. get it. Very funny. Uh, they, uh, that's interesting. It's like a pseudonym yeah. for multiple reviewers at the time. Yeah, exactly. So that, they that. so that uh, they couldn't get tomatoes and rotten eggs thrown at them when they went to the pictures. Yeah, see? Uh, ah, you didn't like that movie, see? <laughs> I'm throwing tomatoes and rotten eggs at you. Yeah, see? 
I'm going to shake my fist at you, too. <laughs> oh, I love that era. So much great stuff. Yeah. Citizen Kane fails to impress critics. Uh, it's, it's interesting. It's different, writes the Tribune. In fact, uh, it's bizarre enough to become a museum piece, but it's sacrifice of of simplicity to eccentricity robs it of its distinction and general entertainment value, says the, says the review. Uh, the unimpressed write-up was spotted by somebody on Twitter and, uh, yeah, not no longer 100% fresh. Is there it, anything It made left? me throw my five-cent popcorn at the screen and walk out in a huff. <laughs> it was a real bummer. See? Uh, let's see. If I look for... Can I see you on the... Let's see, popular... Can I find all-time 100 percenters? Should be able to. I mean, Parasite's still holding at 98%, uh, so there's that. Yeah, there is that. (laughs) That's that's a thing I should watch. I don't Uh, know if you can do... Can you do, like, all-time... Gotta be, uh, right? Gotta be. There's gotta be a way, right, to sort and see what the 100 percenters are? Yeah, why wouldn't you do this? Let's see. Tomato meter, critics, sign up, log in, don't care, movies, okay, Certified fresh movies, and then maybe sort... Oh, that's just in theaters. DVD and streaming. I don't know how to do it. Sort by tomato meter. Does it do all time? Um. Well, Disney's Pinocchio, so I guess so. Yeah, that one's saying oh. 100%. Okay, that's old then, so that probably. Yeah, but it's but it. there's a new release coming out. Looking at all these, it's like available February 17th, available November 21st. Although I think I don't know when these. Hmm. Yeah, because Hannah Gadsby's Nanette is still at 100%. Um, Let's see. I'm looking down this list here. Yeah, I think that's as good as you're going to get. And there's multiple Yeah, yeah, here we go. Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1, both sitting at 100%. Okay. The Terminator at 100%. Wow. Whoa. The original, the Maltese Falcon. Okay. Stagecoach, Anatomy of a Murder, some classics. M. Another classic, Battleship Potemkin. Stop making sense. I recommended that a while ago. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen that, ago. yeah, that's newish, right? It's newish. I mean, eighties. It's uh, well, yeah, compared to the um, Scorsese. Uh, no, who directed that? Jeez, Louise. Stop making sense. It's 84. the Talking Heads concert film, and it's directed by Oh Jonathan Demi. Demi, yes. Ted it's Demi's like, Ted Demi's uh, brother who passed away early. All right, they yeah. were two directors, yeah. and they were both I think killing that's it. Right? Yeah. yeah, Jonathan Demi passed away. Oh no, no, Jonathan Demi's the one that lived longer than Ted, but he died right, a couple right. Of years Ted ago. Demi passed away. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, oh yes, yeah. Silence of the Lambs and all that. Well, mm-hmm. all right. So there are a lot of them. It turns out. So take that, you big dumb old movie. Take that. Uh, sure. Again, you know, somebody wants to write in and give me a big long explanation as to why it's so genius. That's fine. I just could not get into it. I tried. I tried real hard. Yeah, you know what? It, just because something is is great is uh, lauded by critics to be great doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be for everybody. So that totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's a good. It's a, like this eighty-year-old uh, review. They, they didn't like it. Neither do I. Right, exactly. Twelve Angry Men. That's one I I, I want to see. The one with Henry Fonda. I saw the remake. Oh yeah. I never saw the original Lumet. Oh yeah. Never. I didn't know there was an original. I thought it, I didn't know yeah. it was based on one. That's cool. I yeah. watched that. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for today's uh, fantastic news stories. Yeah. Let's, uh, take oh a break. man, boy, do we have a new a story tomorrow that we're going to give you that we had to push from today? Holy oh cow. yeah. Plus, Look I like that that Chipotle one's pretty good too. Anyway, we'll get to all that tomorrow. Uh, but for now, a song, and then Bill will be here, and then Bobby will be here, and then we have a bonus music. mashup. Yeah, we got lots sure. of stuff today, so stick around. Brian, what are we doing for music? Hey, Scott, you like uh, Incubus? 
the band Incubus. Maybe you don't like it as much as the uh, the the plane and stealth liked it, but you liked Incubus. Yeah, they're fine. They're a rocking, fun, fine band. Yeah. Yeah, and you like the band Sublime? Sure. Why not? Sure. What what I got? Yeah. You know, uh, what I yeah, got? Sure. Love uh, is. Yeah, that's what I got. Well, if you if you go see the either of those bands in tour this summer, you're going to see another band open for them called the Aqua Dolls. Uh, they are uh, currently on a co-headline tour with Sitting on Stacy. That's a great band name, Sitting on Stacy. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, but these, uh, but along with uh, Incubus and Sublime and Rome, you're also going to see the. I guess it's not. In Rome, it's with the band Rome. So Incubus, Sublime, Rome, and the Aqua Dolls uh, all are, are supporting the band Incubus on tour. Uh, in any case, they're awesome, and you're going to love this. This is the brand new single, Cry Baby. Uh, go check them out. They are the Aqua Dolls. Bible School. Now, here's the sheriff, Gospel Bill. That's not the kitten I threw up yesterday, is it? The Morning Stream, the next best thing since sliced bread. 
You guys are going to have to wait for tomorrow for me to say more Explain about... Explain that kitten. Yeah, yeah. That, that kitten reference. Because Brian, Brian's already recommended it, but tomorrow I'm going to do like a, hey, I watched something Brian recommended, and here's what I yeah. thought. Man. A second, a secondmental. Freaking <laughs> loved that thing. Psycho-recommental. <laughs> I, I don't think I've loved anything more lately that is also something I would warn most people I know not to see. You know what I mean? Like a lot of mm-hmm. people I know who are just these squeamish about certain things or whatever, yeah. I would be yeah. like, eh, maybe avoid that. But I loved it. Gosh, dang it, it was my kind of weird. Anyway, more on that tomorrow. Hey, Brian, tell yeah. me again who that band was. so that Once know. again, those were the Aqua Dolls. Uh, brand new single they've released called Cry Baby. Nice. 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 All right. I'm not really ready for Bill. Hang on a second. Oh. There we go. I thought I was, but I wasn't. Because I always search for Bill, and it's wrong. I have to search for punished props. Mm-hmm. This is a yeah. thing I always screw up, and I don't know why I do that. But anyway. The props of punishment. Yeah, the punishment props. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. It's Bill Duran joining us, everybody, all the way from his home studio uh, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, where he makes cool stuff and then comes on this show and encourages us to do the same. Bill, welcome back. Oh, good to be here. Yeah, good to be encouraging. Yeah. Yes, well, you're, you're very encouraging. You're very you're encouraging. Very inspiring. In fact, yeah, before we do anything... Brian, do you want to show off this thing? To oh him? yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so, all right. So, I don't know if you're looking at the screen, like the the, the stream. All right. So, I've got uh, all these little kyber crystals. Yeah, mm-hmm. these little get these at uh, Disneyland with a lightsaber, and you get your blue, and you get your red and purple, and all that. Can you only get them there? Purple. You can't get them anywhere else, right? Or you can't it... get them anywhere else. Okay. I mean, you get them on eBay, but you can't go on to Disney.com store and okay. buy them or anything. You have to get them there. All right. And when you put them in your lightsaber, it t- turns your lightsaber different colors, makes different sounds, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got almost a full set. I'm not going to buy white. It's boring. It just looks like I'm holding <laughs> a fluorescent tube. And uh, the only way to get a black kyber crystal is to keep buying red ones until you magically open one up that's got a black kyber crystal in it oh they're doing them like collect uh, like ccg they are cards like a or chase something. card kind of thing yep yeah. so i just 3d printed my own white and black or 3d printed my own black and i'm going to be 3d printing my own white one and i needed some really cool way to display these because like oh these are really cool things i might as well have something awesome so i bought one of these little lights these little um uh led light panels it's a little thin light thing, and it's even got a little motion sensor in the in the center of it. And I wanted to create a stand that I can put all my kyber crystals in, slide this guy in. What I like about this is that it recharges, so I can just stick a USB-C cable on the end and let it recharge, and that way I don't need to keep replacing batteries. And... Uh, um, and, and, you know, have something to display them all. So I've been working in Shaper 3D, and I made a little uh, kyber crystal stand. I don't oh, know if so Scott cool. is sharing the image of it with you. but Yeah, uh, yeah it looks great. It's like a – so basically it, it looks like a, a display you'd see at the, you know, some um, – like museum at, or something. Yeah, like or, the Jedi Museum or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> and um, and this is your original design, right, Brian? You made this from, it is. from scratch. From yeah. from scratch, used calipers to figure out the, the margins and everything on how big that, that light is. So – what you're seeing now is just going to be the test print, and if that if I don't need to change anything size wise, then I'll move on to like really black spire outposting <laughs> the look Ooh, of it yeah. to make it look like it's something you actually got at Black Spire Outpost with some some uh, uh, you know Star Warsy kind of shaping on it. Then I'll paint mm-hmm. it and make it look like it's all 
banged up and rusty and yeah, weathering it would be really fun mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, sand yeah. worn and that sort of thing. It looks so awesome. Sprinkle, sprinkle on the sands of Tatooine. Exactly. Yep. The only other question I had about this thing is what came first? Did you see the light and go, oh, I bet I could jam this in here and do these crystals? Like, where, where, no. did, where did the idea? No, come I was from? originally thinking I would do a like do some wiring with some with seven LED lights underneath it, and I thought, well, you know what? The problem with that is I got to keep changing the batteries. I want something rechargeable, so I just went on Amazon and said uh, rechargeable LED lights, and saw this and thought, oh, well, this is perfect. Came in a three pack for for 20 bucks nice. and um, and then said, yeah, give me that and I'm going to just design something around it. The, uh, Amazon Perfect. also, I don't know if these are secondhand. They probably are. They're fake. I don't know, but these are, they're Galaxy Edge Star Wars Kyber Crystals on Amazon. You can buy in all the different colors, but they may be cheap oh, really? knockoffs. I don't know. Probably yeah, they, either that or they're, it's somebody Amazon Marketplace selling them because oh, I don't be, think, yeah. I think only Disney can officially sell those. Let me see. Yeah, they might be to me, they look like they came out of some Chinese factory. And oh, yeah, no these um, these look like uh, people selling their kyber crystals, especially the people who buy a ton of red ones. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because this one, this is somebody selling their Galaxy's Edge Star Wars kyber crystal set of six, new and sealed, uh, for gotcha. 158 bucks for six. So you don't get black, obviously. Yeah, that's not too bad. Some of these are cheap though. Eleven red ones for twelve bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. damn, yeah, because they still didn't get. They kept on going till they got a black. Here's a yeah. black one for three hundred thirty-four dollars. Oh my oh, lord, jeez, Louise. Yeah. All right, that's a lot. That's uh, a lot. Whatever. Sorry, Vader. Your color's lame, dude. Everyone has yeah. your color, Vader. All right. Hey, Bill, uh, let's get to this. Oh, a quick thing from a listener for Bill uh, that I want to read real quick. It says, "Hey, Tuesday, Bill. I guess you're Tuesday, Bill, to him." with me his name's ken he says i swallowed he says i swallowed a very small amount of epoxy glue last week he said e-week but i think he means week Mm. um electronic week (laughs) it's affected his uh, typing Uh yeah he says is there any reason to worry says ken and and, you know (laughs) standard disclaimer bill is not a doctor but bill have you ever eaten your own glue and then went oh no what do i do i've eaten glue no Okay. No, I haven't. Considering it's been a week, he's probably fine. I would. <laughs> I'm just confused as to how the epoxy ended up in his mouth. Mm. Um, no details on that, unfortunately. I wish. Uh, all I can say is none of your glue should come anywhere near your mouth. That's. I think that's just a pretty good statement for everyone <sighs> to go by. <laughs> something must how, have flicked up. How something. did he do that? I'm curious. Yeah, like. Yeah. How did he eat a small amount of epoxy? Only thing I can think of, you got your mouth breathing, you know, your your goggles are a little tight, your nose isn't working right, so your mouth breathing, you flick it real hard and a little piece went up in your oh, mouth or sure. something. I don't Why know. do I do all my gluing in the bathroom next to my toothbrush? Exactly. <laughs> Quit right. gluing in there. Also, Ken, if you want to write in and give us details, we'd be happy to have some fun with it next week, so let us know more. Sure, there we go. Uh, all right, uh, Bill, let's finally get to you and what you've got this all week. All right. Uh, what's going on? What do you got for us? I made something. Got a new video up on our website there. Uh, I've wanted something from the Men in Black movies for a long time, and the noisy cricket was the obvious choice. It's funny to me. It's teeny tiny. It's basically a joke in the movie, but it's still one of the most iconic Hollywood weapons of all time, right? Yeah. I will admit Bill sent me a preview of this during the week. I got a little text from Bill showing this, and Mm -hmm. I immediately... A knew what it was, and B thought you had gotten the actual gun prop somewhere. <laughs> like that's how legit this thing yeah. looks. And um, well, thank you. Yeah, it's a very memorable part of that movie. I think is. 
oh yeah you know silly tiny gun that makes the most destruction and all that but anyways so, so tell us about this I, build yes i designed mine to do with uh 3d printing and in fact i used it as an example project for a new video course i have i put out a fusion 360 video course over at punishprops.com that's aimed <laughs> at the at beginners so if you've never used uh cad software um the course is designed to teach you how to get started do 3d model props for 3d printing that's that's the whole goal uh so i i have a, a number of example projects i did hellboy's bullet i did luke's lightsaber from return of the jedi and then sort of the 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 um final uh project <laughs> is the noisy cricket it's a little more complicated but yeah uh it's a good it's a good example it's a good challenge for people to try and 3d model it themselves and that's all in that course over on our website Nice. Uh, for the noisy cricket, I printed it on my newer resin printer, and it prints real nice. Like Hell so, best. so good, right? Mm, yeah. yeah, we're. Fi- I feel. I, don't you feel like we're heading? We're finally into the next phase of this, like quality wise. Like yeah, kind kind of. We're just about getting there. Uh, the resin printing in particular is still kind of messy with the resin, and it's mm-hmm. still a little bit of a niche thing. But it's definitely exploding in the last couple of years. It just seems like we're, you know, everyone always wanted to compare this as an analog to regular printers and when they would change. So it feels like we finally got off the twenty-four pin dot matrix level of three D printing, yeah. and we're now into the you know basic black and white laser kind of mm-hmm. era of printing, better resolution slightly different way of maintaining it now it's toner instead of whatever and you know mm-hmm. like I, I i like that comparison because it does feel like it's sort of moving on that trajectory which to me means that in 10 years i mean what are we even doing then like must mm-hmm. be uh, yeah if we, if we live that I long that'd say, be great yeah. can't wait to see i'm blown away with what people are able to do in their garages now with, with the machines they have it's just nuts yeah. um for the uh for the cricket i ended up designing it in multiple pieces so that, uh, so for example, the grips, I wanted to cast those out of a, a solid black urethane, so I made those separate. The trigger and the hammer are separate so that they can move. In fact, I put a little spring in the trigger so that you can pull the trigger. <laughs> cool. Uh, and I made the inside of the cricket hollow so I could put some LEDs in there. Uh, then, of course, the real challenge with this prop and any of the Men in Black props is to make it super, super shiny and chrome. Uh, so I did a lot of sanding, a lot of priming, and I did a lot of wet sanding. I'm sorry, did you say shiny and chrome? Awesome. Did I hear you say shiny and chrome? I just want to make sure. <laughs> I, I did not. say that, yes. Okay. All right. Just got to put up the sign about the Mad Max mentions. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Continue on. Continue. Uh, I took my time uh, with this one, letting the, the layers of paint dry. I'm usually kind of hasty about that, but I would like put on the gloss black paint and then let that dry for a day. And then I put on the chrome paint. I used something called spastics, which is a good chrome paint. Uh, and then a clear coat to protect the whole thing. And I let it all dry for like a couple of days just to be perfectly, just so that it, I, I don't damage it. If you put a thumbprint in your chrome paint, there's no fixing it. You gotta, no, it you looks like it and do it all it'll over never again. look like chrome if you leave that on there, right? No, yeah. no. And I have a couple of props that want to be chrome that have a thumbprint somewhere on them. <laughs> Oops. I feel like hard enough. And cat hair. There's every prop I have has just a little yeah. bit of cat hair in the paint. It's like every uh, every uh, Big Mac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a good way of comparing it. Yeah. At least <laughs> at least fourteen percent cat hair. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Every Big Mac has a little bit of cat hair. Just a little. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was really yeah. super fun to put this thing together. 
Um, there's something about designing a multi-part 3D print and then getting to assemble it that feels like putting together a, a new toy. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah. I use real screws for everything, both as decoration, but also for functional parts like holding on the grips and uh, the pivots for the hammer and the trigger are both uh, real screws. Uh, the the battery and LED compartment is held closed with magnets, which is always very fun and satisfying. Uh, that's cool. It just has that snap when you yeah, close it together. Sure. Uh, getting the LED, two batteries, and a switch crammed in that tiny area was a little bit of a challenge, but I got it to work. <laughs> uh, and I'm just so super, super pleased with how the whole thing it's turned gorgeous. out. It is yeah. just gorgeous. How did yeah. you? How were you sh- certain that you were getting the proper scale? Because that's such a tiny gun, and it's... It, you know, you yeah. might see it in 3D on a screen and go, well, that looks right. But then print it and go, well, this is too big or, you know. Right. How'd so you- I found a photo of the the screen used prop, the, the website prop store. Whenever they have a prop in house before they sell it, they take tons of photos with it, including photos with a ruler in them. So I found a photo of the screen used nice. noisy cricket with a ruler in it so I could tell how big it is and mm. I could scale it that way. Nice. Uh, so it's it's pretty pretty on the money as far as the the size is concerned. Yeah, as good as as good as you're probably going to find out, right? Like there's no sure, other way. Right, to really unless know. I had the actual one in hand that I could measure with calipers and everything. Right, right. Okay, yeah. very cool. Uh, and this thing, how long? What what was your total build time? I don't know if you ever paid much attention to total build times, but do you know how long it took you overall? A uh, couple of days, probably. I don't know, half a day to for the 3D modeling, uh, printed overnight, and then like two or three days worth of paint and assembly all together. It was spread out over a couple of days, a lot of time spent waiting for paint to dry, but yeah, you know, like a week you maybe, sure, week-ish, sure. all compressed. Are you and and uh, of of the resin jobs you've done, you feel like I mean, are you hit? Is this a new high water mark for you? Do you feel like you're? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the the 3D printing uh, with that new resin printer is going really well. This particular resin we use, this is Soraya Tech Blue. It's their smoky black color. Uh, mm. It sands really well. It prints really well. Um, I'm just really in love with this process. Mm. Oh, so this was the semi-trans or the, the transparent stuff. Yeah, it, and it was just actually kind of cool. Before I did all my sanding, you can kind of see through yeah. some of the parts. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like neat. what you do with the squirrel where like you need only one little part of the model to be transparent, but you're going to build the whole model transparent right, and right, then paint yeah. over the parts. Mm. Yeah. Totally get that. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, your little led assembly is cool. <laughs> Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> so you could change that anytime if you wanted to do a different color. Oh, it yeah. In off. fact, I've got a, it's a little, uh, it's not great. The connections aren't great. Um, and I learned that I, I used uh, aluminum tape for some of my contacts and you can't solder to aluminum. But I have copper tape as well, and you can solder to copper tape. So I may swap that out because the light gets a little sputtery sometimes. <laughs> mm. That's pretty um, awesome. That's Remind cool. me, I'm sorry, I know you said it, but what's the what's this resin printer you're using now that you're happy with? That would be the Anycubic uh, Photon Mono X, not the 4K, the or not the 6K. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Older one. Okay. So chat. I'll put this up in the. Oh, these aren't even priced that bad. This is no, right? You can get you can get a decent. I found out yesterday you can get a really decent small resin printer for under two hundred bucks now, which which was not the case, you know, several years ago. That is crazy. Two hundred thirty nine bucks right now. Uh, Let's see, is this the one? Yeah, the four K model. Wow, that's tempting. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and how much do you got to? How much do you pay for a bunch of resin? Does anyone know what that is? Like, yeah, like a you get a one k or one uh, uh, was a kilo one kilo bottle for um, uh, thirty bucks. Yeah, the price bucks. on that's come way way down. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn it. That's that's really tempting. I I thought these yeah. were in the thousands. I had no idea. That's yeah. a great price. No. Yeah, okay. you should get one, and then you can take my Fusion 360 course and learn how to model stuff, and then just make whatever you want. <laughs> That's right. For sure. Make whatever I want. All right. Well, this is great as always. Go check out that build at punishprops.com. Uh, YouTube channel, of course. Uh, you can get there directly if you're already a follower, and if you're not, please do so. Uh, hey, Bill, what's our bonus mm-hmm. link today? Uh, I've been watching the channel Smarter Every Day, and he's doing a multi-part series that is a tour of the Kodak filmmaking uh, uh, factory in Rochester, New York, which Whoa. is just a stone's throw from where I grew up. In fact, I have a cousin who lives in Rochester. That's cool. Uh, it's really cool. cool. It's like an hour long of them touring just the first part of filmmaking and or make making film they're not making movies <laughs> they're making 35 millimeter <laughs> they're, film making the, for a camera. they're making the thing you make movies with though yeah that's yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and cool it's absolutely fascinating they use a lot of old machines like all the old machines they used to use they still use them it's it's just mesmerizing and wicked cool that place looks like you need to film a action post-apocalyptic fallout movie in it look at this oh, place yeah, right wow it's all brick and everything yeah that's cool all these pipes everywhere I love that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, awesome. Go check that out. That's uh, Smarter Every Day. Very popular channel. If you haven't uh, checked mm-hmm. it out already, you should. Uh, Bill Duran, it's uh, always good to talk to you. PunishProps.com. Chim Beard on Twitter. Have a fantastic week. See ya. See, See you next time. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> That's 15 great. hours it's going to be to print that thing, by the way. My... Uh my stand Whoa. so it's going it'll be overnight tonight and uh is it going now it's a, not going now right you don't have it printing now no 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 i'll start at um if i start it now i guess it'd be done at midnight i'll start at uh, early enough to where i can make sure as it gets higher than the build vat i can see make sure everything is going okay so does that okay so, uh, here's my resin question does yeah you know with traditional uh PV not filament. PV, filament, yeah. Filament. yeah. With traditional uh-huh. filament, you have the chance of it spaghettiing out of control once in a while if it's yeah. not leveled right yeah. or whatever. With resin, what is the is there a downfall like that the if danger, you're not watching? The, the potential danger is that your model is too heavy for the supports that you have holding it on the plate. Yeah. And that as it raises and lowers your model, those supports break and your model sits on the unfinished sits in the vat of goo continuously getting new uv lights bathing it in and adding (laughs) basically turning your resin into a nice little solid plate underneath it do you still have you still have a camera trained on this thing so you can no i don't actually uh i moved that camera i used that camera for a little while as my um mini painting camera until i started Uh. using my phone so i have to move it back Gotcha. So what you're but saying, what the, you're saying is this: I've moved Catwoman. You moved Catwoman. Okay. That's exactly right. Yeah. Right. The problem is that the the 3D printer, I, the resin printer I have, has a very dark um, shaded box around it to keep the fumes in and keep the UV light out. Sure. So, in order to get a really clear view of what's going on there with a camera, I'd need to like put it almost right up against the uh, the box itself, or put it inside somehow. Sure. Well, that's. I don't know. It's really tempting. That price is not it's, bad. 
No, yeah, and and listen, if you're doing minis, that is the that the resin is the way to go. The way I'd want to do resolution. it. I, the, whenever I think about 3D printing, and especially especially this resin stuff, is I want to get so I want to get good at making my own creations. Yeah, but I've never done it at all, so I have like. I feel like I, I'm, uh, I don't know if, I, I just like, can I even fit this into my life? You know, yeah, it's right, like one right. more thing I got to do. One you got to, you got to learn how to turn your creations and your creations wouldn't be like little geometric boxes and things. They'd be more organic. Like the stuff that you're doing, you did in, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, oh, um, more uh, organic, uh, 3d drawing tool yeah, we were both using for a while. Um, um, it's on the iPad. The yeah, I'm using yeah. And it's called no nomad. Is it Is nomad? Right? Nomad? Maybe it's nomad. Yeah, uh, nomad. Uh, it's very good, and you can convert cool. that stuff to STLs and all that. Like it's super, super great tool if you if yeah. you like working that way. But um, oh yeah, nomad sculpt. It's called. There it is. There you go. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Highly recommend that by the way for people. It's cool. Che- it's inexpensive and f- super feature filled, and you can do all your three D shit really well on there if if you wanted. Um. Okay. That was it with that. Now we got Bobby coming in. Yeah. Uh, coming in hot, uh, that Bobby. Coming in hot. Bobby's coming in hot. Oh, gotta get especially, used to the blue Discord logo and not the yellow one. Gosh dang it. Especially after last night's uh, ANTP recording. Bobby's he, coming in hot. Yeah, he had a lot to, to do in post for that one. He did. Yes. He seems in really, post and in during. Yeah, during and post. <laughs> He's, he's good at that right. stuff, though. It's fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, let's play this sound. Science. Hey, hey, it is science, and it's with Bobby, because Bobby talks about science and comes on the show and does it right here. Hi, Bobby Frankenberger. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent. Uh, does feel like we just tired. talked to you, but I'll bet you're tired. I, I had to take a break from editing ANTP, speaking of that. I've uh, been <laughs> yeah. doing that all morning. and Yeah. How's that going? Going good? It's uh, it's it's hard to tell when you're this deep into it. It's mm. it, you stop caring whether it's good or not. Mm. <laughs> you just just <laughs> and right. you just all you care about is w- how close to done it is. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys record, I assume you're both just like. Sometimes you you're probably dreading anything Zencaster may throw at you that you weren't expecting, right? Like it. Zencaster is really good nowadays. Yeah. Is it better? Uh, um, it's this season. It's been pretty good. I'm used to. I'm used to all the trouble that Zencaster throws mm-hmm. at us and mm. everything, so <laughs> so it doesn't really bother me too much, honestly. Everybody complains about it, but it's just like, you know, uh, we we came up in a time when <laughs> when Zencaster would crash on you every two three times in the middle of those twenty person recordings. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. yeah, you know, really, all in all. We were pretty lucky last night. We had one little hitch with one contestant and a little hitch with one of our judges. But other than that, I mean, I think. Uh, but that I don't, I don't even worse. think that was. That's not even Zencaster. That's right. That was that was her laptop dying out because the battery died. Yeah. Oh, yes. but, um, right. Yeah. Zencaster is good. People should use it if they're podcasting, especially uh, with multiple people. Multi-track recording. And it's yeah. all on the yeah. web website. It's really good. We're not sponsored by Zencaster, but. Uh, Maybe yeah, we why be. aren't Maybe we? Golly, I need to. <laughs> yeah, I need to get them. on the horn with them and say, "Look, <laughs> yeah, tell them about how your show is completely dependent on that service and how 
they should be advertising for it. They absolutely, yeah, they exactly. Should. We push that thing to its limits, and it mostly comes through with flying colors. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> mostly. Mostly. Uh, well, Bobby, it's good to have you here. We're going to talk about a, a science story that I actually found and threw your direction because yeah. I'm, I'm weird this way. Utah Connection! Yeah, that's right. I found a Utah Connection. The headline is, How Climbers Help Scientists Vibe with Utah's Famous Red Rock Formations. Uh, I have a lot of friends and family and myself have, at various times have, have hiked a lot of that stuff, including some of the that they mentioned in the um, in the article. There are some incredible hikes and national parks and stuff in our state. Oh, yeah. It's otherworldly. It's like a different planet half the time. And uh, most of the time I just think of it as, oh, okay, cool. Let's make sure we take nice care of it. But it's nice that people can hike some of this stuff and uh, the mm. photos are beautiful. But it turns out there might be some geological data derived from dummies going down there and doing their vacations there. <laughs> so tell us dummies. all about it. How does it work? What's going on? Um, well, so what you're referring to is that there, uh, there is recently um, an article that was, that came out. Um, you found this in... It's, it's all over the place. I, I didn't do a good job of finding... Look, bothering to look at where, where, the, where the interview and everything originated from. But it, you, the one you sent me was on Science News. It was also reported on Ars Technica um, that there's uh, these um, hikers and rock climbers like you were saying that scale these towers and and blades formations is, that are really challenging to climb and um and they what geologists have started doing is getting in touch with these people and handing them seismometers which are just devices that measure the vibrations in in the earth and in rock and everything they give them seismometers say hey while you're going up there <laughs> do you mind carrying this with you and when you get get up there um hang out for a little while and take some readings with these seismometers and and find out what you can find out and yep. so they've been doing that and and climbers have been doing a lot of help with scientists they they go up these rock structures and they've been able to determine that this is the cool thing they look really still they're they're like parts they, they're giant rock structures they look like parts of mountains right they yeah. kind of are yeah. um and uh but they're in constant motion mm -hmm. and that's what they're that's what they found out is they're constantly moving and vibrating mm -hmm. um and and uh, from things like the w actually the wind blowing across them causes can cause them to vibrate, um, and uh, but but also earthquakes, tiny earthquakes from really far away. There's constantly earthquakes happening in the earth. We talked about that last week. Sure. Um, even human activity, just you, you know. And when we say human activity, we don't really mean like walking next to one, but I mean like like an airplane like, overhead or something, right? Like a helicopter. yeah, like airplanes or or explosions from maybe mining mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, they even said in the article that ocean waves from you know really far away, from the ocean, <laughs> really far away, <laughs> yeah. um, can actually cause these structures to vibrate too. And this these readings help them understand that. And, um, and they That's found cool. that they vibrate as much as like one to 15 times a second. Oh, geez. So yeah. what does this freak anybody out who's climbing up there and going, oh, no, this is all moving. We just didn't know it. We're going to die. I don't think they can feel it. Yeah. And that's why they need these climbers to to bring instruments up there because that's that's really the only way they can detect it. Yeah. 
um, and it helps them just it helps them to determine what's called the resonant frequency of the rock formations. Mm. Um, do you know what resonance is? Resonance is like a con- it's like the constant uh, wave, right? Like if you took it right. as a sound wave, it would be a consistent sound wave, right? that the idea sort of so so the sound that everything makes in the universe yeah so resonance is uh, when we're talking about the resonant frequency of a thing uh what what you're talking about is is the so whenever whenever you tap something or hit something or when something vibrates it's like a wave moves through like all the you know like like all the the molecules and atoms move in sync and, and a wave passes through it and what reson- what the resonant frequency is is if is the frequency at which y- if you um, te- the technical definition is more like it's it's a phenomenon where the amplitude of vibration increases mm. as you apply force at a period equal to that its natural ability to vibrate. So it's like so what they do with you- with uh, uh, bridges so that they. Yes. Don't sway too much, but they're always in motion because they they get they right. want resonance, right? It's the idea. Because yes, because if something vibrates at a natural frequency, if you apply a force mm-hmm. every time that that vibration wave comes up, if you apply a force down every time, then you will amplify that because you're hitting it at exactly the right moment to 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 where none of the force that you're giving to it gets canceled out by the opposite vibration. It just adds to it every time. And so what they're able to measure by sending these seismometers up with hikers is what the the resonant frequency is of these rock formations because everything has a resonant frequency. And why do you think it would be important to understand the resonant frequency of, of rock formations like, like these? Well, um, if I was to guess, and this is a complete guess... It would be so that we get better at predicting change in those frequencies so that when... Like earthquakes or... Yeah. Yeah. If if a big earthquake, something's going to finally hit the Wasatch Front or the Wasatch Fault, which is like the big one we're all waiting for around here. At least we've been told my whole life that that was going to be the one that one day the Wasatch Fault's going to go nuts and we're all going to cave in and die. Right. Um, This maybe this gets gets us closer to being better prepared for small changes that may have bigger indications than we knew before that sort of thing i assume so yeah it has a lot to do with one of the one of the obvious benefits of understanding the resonant frequencies has to do with earthquakes um so for example the one of the one of the rock formations they talked about in that article was the castleton tower Mm. rock formation Mm -hmm. um and uh it had a resonant frequency of around 0.8 to 1 hertz and so what that means is it it vibrates about one time every second. That's its natural resonant frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes it vulnerable to large magnitude earthquakes. Um, so understanding the the these types of things helps geologists to uh, understand and be able to predict what could happen in the case of an earthquake. Even small ones, but but especially large ones. And it also helps them to be able to model and understand and see what the geologic history, uh, seismic history of of the area is mm. by by being able to understand what it's what it's vulnerable to and what it's susceptible to. Yeah, and it's our you know it's our damn planet. We want to figure shit out, right? We want to know what happens when things happen. Yeah, because <laughs> if the more you know, 
the more you know, right? That's the whole reason we have that so, stupid animation. <laughs> the more we know. Yeah. Uh, well, very cool. Um, this, by the way, it was a geologist heading this up. It's somebody named Riley Finnegan at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. Um, mm. That part's not important, but I just love a guy named Riley Finnegan. Finnegan. Yeah, Finnegan. Uh, we, I came here from Ireland to check out your dirt. It seems like your dirt is fine. Anyway. You've got big rocks here in Utah. <laughs> Uh, it's like a veritable gold at the end of the rainbow here. All right. Uh, excellent. I love this stuff. If you want to read more about yeah, it's, it, science it's news. Citizen science. Citizen science is pretty cool. Like, yeah. you know, like astronomy has a lot of citizen science. Bird watching. Yeah. Um, there's tons mm. of citizen science. Oh, yeah. Our previous guest, Bill Duran, loves to bird watch. He's a big fan of that stuff. Yeah. So does so, Nikki Ackermans from uh, yeah. AMTP. Speaking of yeah. AMTP. Oh, I didn't know Nikki she, did that. She, That's cool. Yeah. Oh, she's a big birder. She she introduced yeah. me to the apps that I use now to every time I see birds, I like log the That's apps cool. on an app in my area. So because it helps, it helps. Uh, Scientists, to very know nice. What's what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Don't there's some some of this stuff happens with like um, amateur uh, uh, who the we, telescope people. What are they called? Uh, astronomers. 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 Yeah, amateur so, astronomers. Yeah, they've all got you know some relatively high powered but available to the public type uh, equipment, and uh, can't they contribute some stuff? They probably can. Right? Yeah, sure. I know one of them been... found the meteor that uh, almost hit Earth and. A deep impact. Oh right, yep. yeah, that was a that was a citizen right there. <laughs> but but in a, but in all seriousness, um, amateur astronomers have discovered many things um, that that scientists have not because you know this this space is real big. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's lots so. of space in it. Yeah, <laughs> more space than you'd think. There's a lot out there. You need a lot of people to look. Yeah, those stars that number more than the sands of the sea. They always told me growing Ooh. up. Is that still true? Do we think that's true? Still true. Well, there's more sand now, maybe. Because the sand, because we're not counting the sand under the water. We always counted just beach sand. So maybe it's maybe the if you counted every speck of dust on this planet, would <laughs> well, that still exceed it's, it's about, or under? Uh, would that still under uh, be is under the how universe many stars? Infinite. Because well, if the universe is infinite, then if it's exactly infinite, then. somebody else is recording a show right now with Booby Frankenheimen, yeah. and he's got a beard sure. and a mustache, but it goes longer than yours, and both of your Shave eyes are head. fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I heard someone say that one time. Like, if the universe is infinite, then there is another planet Earth out there that is exactly the same as us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No change, no difference. But then there are infinite but, numbers of Earths that are slightly different, and then completely but, different, and then and we're infinite not number of monkeys a, typing Shakespeare. It's the whole. Right, we're right. not talking about a multiverse either. Like literally in our same universe, if it's infinite, it's out there. Yeah, they're out there doing right. what we're doing this very second. It blows my mind. Yeah, but they've yeah. got 300 million downloads per episode, and they are set for life. That's the difference between. Yeah, I think there's an edge. There's a. There's a. It stops. It stops. There's a ceiling <laughs> to this. Okay. You kind of hit. You go like you're floating along. Go, and they just like bounce back into the back into the space again. You, you just right. can't deal with the thought that there's another Brian Ibbett out no, there competing no. with you. No. Exactly. That other exactly. Brian Ibbett, by the way, is totally fine having a little bit of hobo poo in his food for all the money in the world. <laughs> right. That's the difference between that's him and me. That's the big difference. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. all right. This is always fun to hang out and talk about this stuff. Hey, Bobby, I know you have a show all about science. And in fact, it's called All Around Science, but it's all about science. Yeah. Tell me yeah. uh, where to get it and what, uh, what you guys are talking about on there. These days. Well, I'm going to do my best to unconfuse people about the title of the show that you just did. Um, 
<laughs> um, it's all around science. It's not your fault. It's our fault for naming it all around science. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's called All Around Science. You should check it out. Me and my co-host, Mora, we talk about science news and just things we're excited about in science every week. For example, this, this episode that came out yesterday, uh, we finally, for a couple of weeks, we've been debating over whether a chicken egg, it, it was my belief that a chicken egg is a single, a very large single cell. Mm. And it was her belief that it was that it's many cells and she also has a degree in biological sciences <laughs> um but i was holding firm and we finally uh decided to dig in and and talk about who who was right and who was wrong in this episode and we Ooh. get to talk a lot about how 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 baby chickens are made i like i like uh i like my cells over easy that's how I like my cells. <laughs> Scramble mine. Yeah, I'm Scramble with, my cells. Yeah, I mean it kind of is representative yeah. of a single-celled thing. Well, I guess I have to listen to the episode to find out where you guys land. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm curious. So this is the good. This is a good promo that you did. This worked well. Would you say that the answer was somewhere? No, <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> gotta, uh, gotta, gotta watch it. Yeah, you gotta watch to it, it or listen to it. Uh, check it out all around science wherever you get your podcasts. Bobby, have a great week. I'll you see do. you next time. Bye now. Okay, Brian. <laughs> Bye. Hey, um, I got a I got a bonus mashup from Jamie called uh, Fingers. What? It's a UC, which is unnecessary censorship. Oh, good. All right. So ready for the bleeps, the unneeded bleeps and yep. bloops. The fake beeps and bloops. They're all yours now, everyone. So enjoy. All right. Oh, my is in my crotch. Okay. I like it to have it <laughs> gently vibrating there all morning. A guy walks in with the most glorious I've ever seen. He, he was like the the crystal gale of. Okay, all right. So his length is as opposed to uh, bulk. <laughs> yes, correct. All we got was just some dude picking up heavy weights with his. Find out why my right. is purple or whatever it is. You know, go for it. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget this. They had a vat of. Oh, geez, really? Yeah, like a big round steel. I don't know what with just, and I don't know why. Hey, can I take that in the? And I said, sure, I guess so. And so she takes my whole back into the rear. Well, I like to spontaneously <laughs> strangers. Does that count? Feels good in my ear holes. All over your face. <laughs> this is why I stopped doing. I don't think the c**ts are any better. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I think c**ts are better. Happy she kept that going. I, I do too. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mastic away. We like it. Mm. Mm. He has a big, huge. Oh, does he? I thought he did. That is a big. Yeah, look at the size of his. Up, <laughs> ding! My big takeaway from this is I'm hungry for. Is that normal? Why am I? Why am I hungry? I'm jealous of the big one. I want a big one. Is that later? Yeah, about '96 when I when I got my first. I'm not saying I'm gonna f- this lady. I'm not gonna probably yeah. ever do anything with her again. I did shave my because it was getting shaggy and unruly, and I kind of overdid the shave. How tiny or how big is that? <laughs> so you see, um, on this, you see the top of that, right? The head of that is big and wide yeah yeah wider than the hole that's on the so you've got a long slit and you've got to put the on the bottom of the slit and then let the go to the top of the slit yeah the slit if i put this in any place in any order it's throat then not vice versa no don't put it then throat yeah you don't want that he just looks good look at him yeah whipping his around putting it in his pants his hole would open up and he would just you know stick it out there and i'm thinking well i'll just grab it with some fingers with the hand that's holding the 
no big deal. Okay, sure. It's not like a giant. You can, can. hold the with two fingers and do the with the other three if you need to. Exactly. That's the theory. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. That was a beast. That was a beast. That was a well done, the, yeah, Jamie. That was that was great. I wouldn't. I know most of what we talked about was nothing like what he bleeped. Yeah. I would be afraid to play the bleeped version to my mother-in-law. I'd be terrified yeah. for her to hear that. Yeah. Because she would believe that we were saying all those things and it had been bleeped. That's how good that was, Jamie. That's the kind of pro you are. I, some of those are bleeped so well, I don't even remember the original context of what the hell we were talking about. No, 90, 90% of it I don't remember any yeah. of it. So yeah. uh, I think that's a sign that you did good. All right. Uh, real quick here. A quick email from Ben. Uh, he says, you guys need to check out Archive 81 on Netflix if you want something extremely creepy, weird, and great. That's it. War Eagle, Ben. I like I like all those things. Is that a series? I'm looking it up. Is that a series? Yeah, series. Or a, Brand new series. Uh, oh, no. Series? Maybe it's a movie. I don't. Now I don't know. Uh, Horror fiction, one season. So it is a series. Maybe limited series. Number of episodes, eight. Yeah, the, the art or the... Um, the art thing at the front of the thing when you open Netflix looks really like my jam already, whatever it is. So yeah, this was definitely yeah. in my list. We will we will check it out. Who who will get it first and me recommend it? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Is this foreign? All I have to do is watch one episode and Scott will stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like planting my flag. Well, it depends. If you do... Um, I know, I'm kidding. Because I love the thing I'm going to talk about tomorrow. It's my yeah. favorite recommendation. Oh, that's true. Yeah, right. Loved it. Good. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, all right. Oh, cool. I can't tell if this is I wonder is a f- if this is a watch it with Tina or just watch it myself. Maybe it's just a watch it myself kind of thing. What do they have under the parental? They usually break down like how weird it is, like if it's super violent yeah. or something. Um, she doesn't like scary, right? She's not into the horror movies, or is she? She doesn't like horror movies. Uh, Mystery thriller with horror elements. Okay. Is it foreign? Uh, cl- standard found footage formula. Oh, I like found footage when it's done right. From, uh, yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll watch this. Good job, Ben. You did it. Yeah. You made us interested. Cool. Okay. Uh, what else? That's it. Patreon.com. Oh, it brand new. 2022. Oh, yeah. It just came out, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is the place to support the show. And if you haven't done it yet, maybe do it now because it's uh, super cheap. And even if you're like, man, I hardly got anything. Do you have a dollar a month? Do you have that? Can you, can you find anything that gives you as much as we give you for a dollar a month? No. They don't exist. No. You get no. bonus shows every week. You get bonus content every day. You get an always ad-free experience. You get other stuff in the mail. You get all kinds of things by signing up at patreon.com slash TMS. Do it today. For everything else, it's frogpants.com slash TMS. Get your tickets and your swag uh, for Vegas if you're coming. Uh, and even if you're not, get your swag. But if you're coming, that's great, too. We want to see you. But we need you to grab your tickets uh, that's all over and linked over at VivaTMSVegas.com. So check that out. I think that's it. Oh, send us your feedback, your thoughts, your comments. TheMorningStream at gmail.com. Could use a few more emails this week, so uh, send those in. All right, Brian, I think we're done. Do you want to hey, – you have anything else uh, other than the thing, to, to a song to play? I don't think so. I don't think I have anything else other than the song. Oh, <laughs> oh I do have one more thing. Sorry. Uh, uh, play Retro tonight, 3.30. Be here for that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, be there for that. I don't yeah. think yeah, – I don't have anything else to promote. Ham uh, and I are recording a thing for soundography, but that's just for patrons. So. Mm. Gotcha. Only they know about it. Oh, Only oh, they oh. know. Only they know. Right. Uh, <coughs> Dan, <coughs> excuse me. 
Like you just got into my like took that deep breath to do my uh, intro. Yeah. Dan wrote in and yeah. said hello again. Waltzer, a super fan here. You've played Lantern. You've played a Puddles Pity Party cover of Destroyer. How about a Waltzer cover of 10 CCs? I'm not in love. Why? Because I won't be happy until Sophie Sputnik is famous. That's why. Also, it was my birthday on the 13th. Well, that's all I needed, Dan. That's the only reason I. That's the only reason you needed to give me. Um, this thing's awesome. I'm a big fan of 10 CC. And I really like this cover of I'm Not In Love. Uh, this comes from their uh, their single that they released last year. It's got a very cool, down-tempo, electronic vibe to it. Here are Waltzer with I'm Not In Love.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's right, a super sloppy Hawaiian ring toss. Yeah.